Welcome to Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. This podcast started with me just kind of interviewing my friends, and now we're at a point where I'm interviewing people who inspire me. Every week you are going to hear how someone else identifies with the feeling of not fitting in and success. So let's just hop into the episode and thank you for all of your continued support. Hey listeners, Uh, I just celebrated a pretty huge milestone. Uh, We are now at one year one year of podcasting, one year of interviews, one year of equalizing the feeling of one imposter syndrome, one year of sharing stories from around the world, one year of me having no idea what I was doing and you showing up to listen. So I just want to say I have such deep appreciation for my listeners, for my guests, for my continued networkers, growers, people who have helped me along the way. But overall, I want to say that most importantly, I'm proud of myself. I did something got out of my own way, and didn't turn back. And regardless of where this podcast goes, I will always look back at this as a fond portfolio and a fond memory of a stepping stone in what I was meant to be doing. So just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for one year. Let's bring it and crush it into year two. And I hope everyone has a great week. This week's episode features Jag and Arjun, the hosts of The International Connection, a podcast focused on sharing stories of their culture and their background to educate people. Uh, Really great message, really great conversation, uh, really excited to share it. So we'll just hop on into it. Hope you enjoy it. And if you do, reach out to them. Thanks, everyone. And yeah. Hey, how's it going? Going really good. How about yourself, Bianca? What's been up, Bianca? How are you? Uh, I, I love I love when I have like just really great, bright, vibrant energy coming on, and it's a Friday, so I'm, I'm in a good mood. And you guys sound like you're in good mood, so I'm I'm, I'm happy. Hey, it's, you said it right there. You know, TGIF. That's the vibe yeah. we're chilling with right here. You know, and, yep. and fellow it's interesting as well with the way, yeah, with the way world is fellow moving. Fellow podcasters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way world is moving. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. Uh, uh, it's it's important for us to stay positive and have mm-hmm. that energy, right? Yep, absolutely. All right, listeners, I'm sure you're hearing two voices and you're probably thinking, yeah. who are these people? <laughs> All right, this week on the podcast, we've got Jag and Arjun, and they are two awesome humans, and I'd love for them to introduce themselves. So, so boys, can you give your 30,000-foot overview of who you are, what you guys do, etc.? Perfect. Jack, go for it. All right, guys. So my name is Jack Sandu, and I'm a I'm a podcast host. I've got two podcasts right now that I'm involved with. One is called The International Connection. And we're going to have details. We're going to talk about like more on this stuff later on. But in a nutshell, I want to say that I'm the biggest promoter of creativity. You know, if creativity is there, I want to be there as well. You know, so what I, what I do basically with everything that I create, everything I produce is to inspire people, get in touch with their creative side. I believe that we all have our creative stories and our talents and our potential all hidden down within us. All we got to do is do some extra digging and get it out. My purpose is to actually help you guys identify what your creative voice is. We're going to dive more into this later on, but for now, I'll let Arjun go over and introduce himself. Go for it. Man, that was like next level when Leonardo DiCaprio got the Oscar. I don't know if I can beat that, but uh, <laughs> but dude, 
Yeah, so Jagrat and me, we both have um, actually two podcasts right now. And uh, talking about myself, you know, I am basically a traditional business owner. I came to the States uh, three years ago from India, from the motherland, and uh, came here with a lot of dreams, a lot of aspiration, want to live the American dream. That's how we all come here, right? All the immigrants. And, you know, I uh, started off with the business and now... Uh, currently i am i'm running my business but i love interacting with people and i love uh you know just understanding different stories understanding what people are experiencing and uh, just learn from them you know uh in my podcast the tagline is we we tend to celebrate imperfections right mm -hmm. so i want to learn from whoever i'm sitting with so that i can improve every day every day every day and if i can even uh you know put that light on whoever i'm talking to uh that just makes my day so that's me in a nutshell yeah awesome well first of all um welcome to uh america uh we love to have you obviously because you know people you. Th the more creative and awesome people just really make make me proud to be american because i Thank think you. like immigration is exactly what you know we need here and and, and all of that um and one of my really close friends she's going um Ooh, and okay. yeah and she and she nice. and i like um just for instance on new year's i had her over she's like my one person in my like i put a bubble of like three people i hang out with right now did she and ever make some go and fish curry for you or something no but we did we on? ordered we we googled we're like what is the best indian place in san diego because i and then we right. and then we and i was like does it deliver to me and it did oh, and oh, and she oh, ordered okay. she was like okay like i'm gonna order like traditional stuff that like my family would always make um because her dad's going and uh her mom i i don't believe is but but she's right. like just just bear with me and i'm like i am not a picky eater i can get down on some curry like let's do it awesome and it was so good <laughs> it was like this is awesome <laughs> like this is how every new year should be um because both of us have a uh, deployed spouses right now so we hang out okay. oh, on okay. sundays yeah so yes right. so anyway i love that you guys are making podcasts um i've started this Thank podcast you. within the last year i think it's great i think like helping people harness to unleash their per um to unleash their creativity is so important we're seeing such a trend for the need for that because a lot of people yeah. um in the last year realized like either i hate my career i don't know what i'm doing or and there's a lot of personal growth i think people have been uh have, have been doing right so for sure yes so i think like podcasts like mine and yourselves, those are necessary conversations. Um, and uh, I, I like uh, what, uh, what Arjun said, where he was talking about, you know, just talking to everyday people and loves talking to people. And I feel that same way with my podcast, because I've talked to just people with just from every walk of life, I feel like at this point. And, mm -hmm. and I just, it, I don't know, it's a cool experience. So I'm glad that you guys it get is. to do that too. Cause I, it's hard to explain it if you're on the outside. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. No, I agree with you. And, and I love that you've based your podcast around the imposter syndrome. I right. know we're going to get an opportunity to talk about it yeah. later on, but it's something as creators, you know, we go through on a daily basis, sometimes more often than that. Oh yeah. Yes. And uh, it's something that, that we need to talk about. It's something that we can, as, as many people as we can help in in yeah. that situation the better it is you know mm -hmm. absolutely and i love it that there's no scripts you know and there's like no like there's no bondages there's no and that's mm -hmm. how our podcasts are as well you know like i literally don't have a clue of what the episode is gonna be like like literally <laughs> if i invite a person i literally just press record and it's like we'll see where it takes me 
takes us, you know, and I that just flows. Yeah. And every time we like have like we go from politics to like relationships to like <laughs> to like a bunch of different topics, and I see wow, that's how like we can travel through different emotions like within a blink. So I love being part of this episode because yeah. we're free to yeah. you know just have an organic conversation. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. So this podcast came to be because I am and. I, you know, my listeners are like, okay, we've heard this a thousand billion times. Like you got laid off, like, boo. So I got laid off. Um, and I used to work for a company where I helped produce a podcast. Um, okay. so, so I'd like, I knew how anchor worked, which, which is what I use for my podcast platform. Um, and nice. I was like, you know what? Like, I mean, I got laid off, like whatever marketing's the first to go. What, I mean, I'm not going to cry over it. Um, mm-hmm. pan, it was a pan, you know, it was a pandemic. We didn't know what we knew now. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do something creative for a bit and just see how I feel because I knew my husband was deploying. I didn't know what was going to happen with this virus. I, I knew I wasn't going to yes. have that time back. And I had the privilege of being able to not have to worry about going straight back into work. I was always like the fun income. So I was like the mm-hmm. extra on top. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I did marketing for 10 years and I was just like, I don't think this is my calling. Like, I don't, I don't think this is really what I want to yeah. do. But anyway, this yeah. came to me in a fever dream of like, okay, like what would my podcast be about? And I thought about it and I thought about conversations I've had with my friends and, you know, after a few beers where it's like, God, like, when are they going to figure out that I like am terrible at my job or like, you know, <laughs> like, like, when are they going to find out and just kick me out of this position? And when it finally happened and I got laid off, it, it's okay because I, you know, I didn't die. My worst fear happened. And so when I yeah. started to talk to people about this, I felt like it, it was a, it wasn't as popular of a phenomenon, but in the last year, there's been articles written about it and more and more people have talked about it. So it's like, it's been a lot more of a topical conversation because it's so linked mm-hmm. to anxiety and stuff, but it's not part of the yes. DSMRV. So, or VR, whatever that psychology yeah. is. So it's, so it's uh-huh. not, you, you can all, it's a very human emotion. You can all suffer from it, but so, yes. you know, to go back to it, I had imposter syndrome about creating a podcast about imposter syndrome. Like it was like the most meta, like thing inception right there right and i was like mm. i just i just i just i have to get out of my own way and i just published it right. and i thought well you know maybe like five mm. people will listen maybe i was begging my friends to interview and now i get like mm. the opportunity to meet people like you you know all over the world mm. so it's like that's that's the cool part because i thought mm-hmm. maybe one person would listen to it <laughs> yeah and it has for doing that you know yeah you know like like back in like november was the time mm-hmm. and we have a crazy story like me and jagrit so it uh, this is a little bit kind of you know soapy story so jagrit already had a podcast uh, running you know successfully running 50 60 episodes out and i always looked up to his podcast like dude i can also do that i want to do that yeah. You know, and I, I want to have conversations and uh, recently and but I didn't have any incentive. Right. So I was like, OK, we'll do it. We'll do it. I always prolonged it in a way. Mm. So me and Jagrit went through a, kind of like a breakup during the same time. We we both not had, with like, each other, though, in case not with each other, not with each other, not with each other, in case you were with each other. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We both went through and we, I was like, okay, uh, I wasn't like that into like, you know, sadness, but I wanted to like replace that. Okay. Let's find something more creative to channelize this energy. Yeah. Right. That, that build up energy that you have after you go through something like this is so much that you can literally do so much. And I just reached out to him like, dude, 
just tell me how you started it. I just want to start. I want to post an episode. I didn't even know a tagline of the podcast. I ba- barely <laughs> made a logo. I was like, dude, just press record. I want to just speak. I'm going to just let it all loose. And that was our first episode. <laughs> and I just posted. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but so, okay. So I take it you guys are best friends, right? How long have you known each other? We are actually related oh, in, a, in, yeah. a, in a very distant sense, I want to say. So like uh, my paternal side. No, so actually, he's actually a, a relative of mine from a maternal side. You mm. know how this happens when you've got big families, you know, you can... Got big families, like, The relationships right? yeah. Are, are, yeah, are, are always there. So we've known each other since we were kids, literally. Uh, but then, you know, uh, life happened. We, like, I, I was living in three, like, I'd lived in three different countries and Arjun was, like, growing up in India, came to the U.S., so we were distant. But then we got connected through our creative passions, which I believe is a beautiful story. And now we're actually managing two podcasts and we have some exciting content for it. So the thing that I'm trying to say is like, do never know you, all you need to do is to have that creative sense, you know, and just start, which like you, Bianca, you did as well, you know, and just, just things take off from there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's, it's funny because I've like, I feel like everyone has a podcast now, you know what I mean? Like I felt like, I felt like I was cool and on the trend and now I'm like, oh, everyone has a podcast. But I like it because I'm like, dude, yeah. if I like you, I want to hear what you have to say. Cause yeah. you know, it, that that's, I just think it's such a more authentic medium. Um, and, sure. and I just, I don't know, you can learn a lot from it. So I think what you guys are doing is great. And yeah. um, you know, we could talk about podcasts forever, but let's talk about like what actually this podcast is about. We've kind of touched on it a little bit, but let's start with the first yes. question. So the first question is always, do you feel like you have it all figured out? Not at all. Arjun, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Where can I, like, the the times I feel that I've solved the puzzle, a new puzzle begins. You know, and that's just like life, right? Like mm-hmm. when you f- think that everything's figured out and like l- you have life where you wanted a hurdle or like the next challenge comes up, and you're like, oh shit, I'm back to square one. You know, and <laughs> that's how I think that's how I live my life. Now I have learned. Uh, to live my life one day at a time. And that's mm-hmm. my motto. I live my life, like, I have the 24 hours, and after that, I'm done. Life's mm-hmm. gone. What can I do to make these 24 hours, these are my last 24 hours, what can I do to make them the most valuable, the most fun, the most exciting, the most, you know, pumped up 24 hours that I can experience. And I live my life according to that, 24 hour a time. <sighs> You're just that's like, you need to like write a book or something. Cause like, that's just so like insightful. Like just like such a positive, like I have like warm fuzzies hearing that. Um, and I, <laughs> and it makes me, it makes me happy. Like that's, that's such a good mindset to have. Like you just yeah. have yeah. to live in the moment and you have to accept what comes. You just got to like, take it as it goes and, and do the best yes. you can with what you have. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people ask me like, Oh, what are your 10 year goals? What are your 20 year goals? What are your 30 year goals? Where do you see yourself in 30 years? And no disrespect to them, but I've never even seen myself, like I've never even seen one year from now. Like, let me live right now. We'll see where life takes us. It's a roller coaster ride. We'll reach somewhere. Yeah. Man's chilling in the moment. That's what you gotta do. But no, I I think I, I don't have anything like additional to to say after that, I pretty much believe in what he says as well. Because the thing is, uh, I like I like to have, you know, not, it's gonna sound very weird. I like to be in a situation where 
everything is, you know, unsorted. Mm -hmm. Everything is random. And you have to find a way, your authentic way to actually solve those problems. That makes your character grow. You know, mm -hmm. the amount of growth you're going to experience once you solve those random challenges that are thrown at you. Sure. And, yeah. and, and I think at the end of the day, that's what life is. You know, yeah. if you want the same mundane routine, you're going to be stuck in a cycle that's going to repeat forever. There's no fun in that. Yeah. Fun is in going out and failing, trying different things and not being able to figure it out, then trying to figure it out. And then finally, you know, seeking out help and in whichever way possible, you figure things out. And then you do the same thing with some other thing. Yeah. You know? For sure. and, and that's what adds that interesting factor to your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I always say like, I'd be wary of someone if they were like, ah, I've got it all figured out. I'd be like, you're boring. Like what's, you know, there's <laughs> exactly. no, what's, what's the point of life? Like once you get, you know, like if your goalpost isn't constantly changing, um, yeah. you know, there's no, there's no point in that. But uh, you kind of made me think, Jag, you kind of made me think about like myself. Um, in the last year, I've done a lot of, you know, mental health work for myself. Um, I was always mm -hmm. advocating people go to therapy, but I never took that advice myself. Finally started to um, do that. I have an amazing, amazing, amazing therapist. Her name is Justina. Shout out to Justina. Um, I, I meet with her weekly. I skipped a couple of weeks during the holidays. Not a smart idea. Um, I didn't realize mm -hmm. how much I enjoyed those conversations, but she's really made me realize a lot of the patterns and the things I do that were cyclical because of certain things. And I didn't, you right. know, I, I'm, I was 30, I think I was 30 at the start of us. And now I'm about to be 32. So, cause I, cause I just, I was about to turn 31 when we started uh, like doing therapy. So right. I don't know, it's, it's, it's been a really cool journey, but you know, you're right. Like you're not going to have any change. It's hard going to therapy, looking in your brain, looking at your emotions. It's hard. It's rough. It's not comfortable. Yeah. People give up, they quit. I, yeah. and, and it, it, it takes a lot to like be able to unwire your habits. Um, sure. You know, they say it takes 21 days to make a habit stick, which um, I, I don't know how much I believe it, but I do believe that that is probably pretty true. Um, mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I, I mean, it just makes me think of like this journey that I'm on kind of mentally where I'm at and uh, I don't yeah. have all the answers, of course, but I'm definitely yeah, a lot absolutely. happier of a person. And if you'd ask, like, I, I don't even think I recognized me last year before pandemic hit. I, I think my goals were different. What I wanted for myself was different. I could have never yeah. imagined I'd be here today talking to you. And that's what yes. I call progress. That's yes. what I call yes. progress. You look back and you that's see the growth, you know, and uh, if it's on the positive side, you know, call it progress. If it's on the negative side, then you've got some work to do, but it, there's going to be changes. Yeah. And as long as there's changes, you know, I mean, you're living the life. Yeah. Yeah. Much. Yeah. I think even the negative side is progress in a way, because yeah. at least you got the time to accept that that is negative. You at least know what the weaknesses are or where, where what are the areas that I want to work on and that's progress in a way yeah At least we absolutely know. absolutely you know yeah yeah, and yeah. for sure so that's, that was a great question Bianca first of yeah, all no was. no problem you guys you can take it and you can ask it I think it's it's a good it's a really good icebreaker because like as I've asked this question interview after interview after interview I just yeah. know what the answer is going to be it's always exactly. no. It's always no. It's yeah. like I'm working on yeah, it. Yeah. Like, um, so, but it's but it's good because you everyone has such a beautiful perspective to it, um, and mm. and like kind of how they're dealing with life and making it through. And the, and the whole point of that question is to normalize that it's okay to not know. Um, yeah. 
because yeah, you sure. know we don't we we don't know tomorrow's not guaranteed so it's like not guaranteed. You know, it's, it's, but i don't want to ever like I, I think i've like more so in this last year have realized that i don't want to like be on death's door on my deathbed and think about all the things that i didn't do i think the pandemic is also and i don't know if you guys felt this way has also mm. made made not necessarily more impulsivity but it's made me realize that I shouldn't wait on things any longer. Like I had a friend, my mm. friend Mario was saying, I never went to DragCon and I wanted to, and now, and I never did it because I just told myself I'd go another year. And he was like, I'm not going to wait again. I'm going to go the next time I can. Like those kinds mm. of things I think we're going to see popping yeah. up more and more where it was like, why didn't I take that vacation or why didn't I yeah. do this or that? Yeah. No, I think it's time. Yeah, I'm texting it's my crush right now. <laughs> 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 so so just to go back i mean i'm sorry that you guys had some heartbreak around the same time but i don't yeah, i just yeah. I, i'm just curious do yeah, you yeah, feel more it. creative after a breakup because i swear it was like i would just be like all right i'm working on me now and it's like you like mm -hmm. have this like beautiful epiphany yeah. of like let's do something yeah the thing for me sure. was like i was already in like like arjun mentioned in the beginning like i was already doing a podcast solo while I was in the relationship, you know, but it was very challenging and I'm not bad mouthing anyone or anything like the relationship that I had, it was absolutely phenomenal. It lasted two years and I, and I enjoyed it, but you know, it did interfere a lot of times in my creative process, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm not sure whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, but once that ended, you know, I was able to concentrate hundred percent like on my creativity. Hmm. So if you look at it, it depends on which perspective you're looking at it, right? So if you're looking at it from a creative perspective, that's actually 100% progress because I could do what I wanted to do, what I love to do every single day, and I can mm -hmm. give it as much time as I want, right? Yeah. If you look at it from a social perspective, some might argue that, hey, you know, you closed yourself off, mm -hmm. you didn't get closure or whatever, um, and then you just focused on your work. That might not be the best strategy to go. Mm -hmm. You know, I mm -hmm. haven't figured that out as well whether what I did was, was, was the right thing to do or not. Mm -hmm. But what I did do was, you know, go hundred percent and get in touch with my creative side. And, and I think uh, like the breakup happened like what, four to five months ago. And I've been creating ever since. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, even speaking about me, like we both were uh, like with our significant partners, we, it was a long distance relationship. Right. So like during COVID, like, you know, I actually learned a lot because of that as well mm -hmm. you know because it was like for me personally it was like one of the most uh, serious and committed relationships that i've been part of uh yeah. you know and it taught me a lot and i i kind of you know understand take something from that because before that relationship i was like literally a robot you know because what happened was uh in my family like because i when i moved here to the states you know of course but like when you start from scratch it's not easy right so i remember i had this very orthodox mentality before the relationship that money runs this world and you know i was just a robot just trying to make ends meet and i had this thing that if i don't work there or if i i just want to i just want to make money that was my mentality before the relationship and she really mm -hmm. taught me that there's so much so much to life beyond like beyond just money and you know just the monetary benefits of you know and i take that from her and i thank her every time even till now that thank you so much for actually teaching me that i could have never like 
understood like this creative bird that is inside me that would have mm-hmm. never come out uh, if i wouldn't have if i wouldn't have found you at the correct moment in my life and if you wouldn't have left me at the correct moment so that i can now explore what i've just discovered inside me which yeah. is creativity that's beautiful uh, that's brother that's great that is me. she might text you back after this interview comes you know <laughs> just saying no but it's sweet sweet. but you know if you don't learn if you don't learn from each and every individual relationship you had i mean i i'm married uh i've been married for it'll be four years this year um wow that's congratulations (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's funny because i mean i'm married to my best friend so like i don't time is such a construct like i made him a gift um and I, I I put a bunch of photos in a picture book to send to him on the ship because he's deployed. Um, he's a he's a lieutenant in the navy, right. and so wow. I I oh, thought okay. I thought you know I can't be with you for this anniversary of our first date, which is like we celebrate that we celebrate our courthouse marriage date we celebrate we celebrate the day that I ghosted him we celebrate a lot of dates because we just <laughs> why not why not why, why not? not right why not why That's not exactly. so. Yeah. So um, I and I, I didn't realize like, oh, wow, this is like four years, like four years of photos. Like, that's so long. Yeah. Like, I, I had to like scroll back in my phone forever to like find it. But um, but I I wouldn't have met my husband and and I wouldn't have I wouldn't have taken the opportunity I did to be, to be with him and date him because he was so outside of my norm. Had I not one been focusing on myself and working on me, taking care of me, I just quit a really toxic job. I'd gone on a solo trip to Chicago, um, and I started working out because I hadn't I had probably hadn't worked out in years at that point. And I was just like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of me. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get better and feel better because I in t- in 2016 was the most depressed I'd ever been. And I just had garbage relationships that were awful and quite frankly, like beneath me. And, um, and I just was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay single for a while and dating's ridiculous. And, um, I was actually logging into all of my platforms to delete them. Cause I had like all of the apps. Right. Um, yeah, and, I- uh, and I saw, I had a message on OkCupid and I was like, all right, like, I'll just read the messages. Like might as well just like, really lick yeah. that bottom of the barrel before I, before yeah, I get yeah, on yeah, out of here, you know? We completely like, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and in my, in my inbox, it was the same guy and he was in his Navy whites on tender. And he, he read through my entire profile and was like commenting on all the things that I'd said. Cause like, I, I I'm pretty good at writing. I'm pretty witty. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I like to think I'm funny. Um, so I, you so like, thank you. Thank you. Um, I and so I liked, and I like had a line in there about how I treat like all of my, uh, Uber or Lyft rides, like a comedy session and stuff and uh-huh. just, you know, talk okay. about like all these things. And, and then I had this section where it was like, you know, don't message me if X, Y, Z and the other, and he had, mm. he'd responded to every single thing. And then I looked at the photo and I was like, it's the same guy. Okay. And I, I, I had not gone on the date with him because he invited me to a bar that I hate and, okay. uh, and he just moved to Denver and I unfairly judged him and I'd never dated anyone in the military. So he was like, totally not my type, like at all. Right. He ended up being right. like, absolutely my person. Like he's such a weirdo. That's, so, yeah. so That's I guess, I guess it just suffice to say is like, if you don't That's learn weird. something from relationships that do end and you don't take it, take the positives out of it and and move forward you know a, just a little bit more wise of a person than then then it was all in vain so i love that you guys are taking that energy and creating something so that's awesome 
Thank you. 100%, 100%. And, and your story is beautiful as well. You know? <laughs> it is, um, it is. Yeah, it's, thanks. Um, Destiny brings yeah. us together in weird ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I totally okay. believe. So, Bro, you should try writing as well, man. Yeah. <laughs> I should, right? I've never seen this side of you before. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Okay. <laughs> let's let's talk imposter syndrome now. Um, so I'm just going to yeah. ask the question. Okay, so it's for sure. For so sure. it's a longer question. So do you feel like you fit in or suffer from imposter syndrome? In what ways? And what does imposter syndrome mean to you? Y'all gotta go for it, brother. All right, I'll start with this one. And to answer your first question, 100%, you know, I went through a phase where I was like, every single day I was going through imposter syndrome, no matter what I created, whether it was mm -hmm. like, I used to I, I write, I write blogs, I make podcasts, and I also do videos on TikTok, right? So no matter what I did, uh, I used to feel like that, hey, uh, you know, people are, people are going to look at me and went through the imposter syndrome, like in, in the most generic sense possible. But the thing was like, then I realized that, you know, uh, I was talking to my dad actually. And um, the reason I'm fumbling is because like, I, I went through this, you know, and, and I got very emotional um, because of this. And my dad said like, uh, people only throw stones at those trees, which bear fruits. At first I had to like, think about it. I was like, what are you talking about mate? You know, why yeah. am I, I, I'm here to ask for some advice and you're doing this. And then he told me to think about it. You know, he says, nobody throws stones at empty trees because they have nothing to offer. People will mm -hmm. only throw stones at those trees, which have something to offer, you know? Yeah. Wow. So for me to be dubious, not sure about my skills, accomplishments, and, you know, just breaking out of that habitual pattern of creating every single day was actually making me an em empty tree, you know? So that kind of gave me a motivation to keep going and not care about what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I have a craft, the only way to better that craft, to take it to the next level is to actually practice it on a daily basis, you know? So if I'm dubious about it, the only way I cannot be dubious about my skills is to practice, you know? Mm -hmm. So since then I've never looked back and I've, uh, I've created, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've, I've, created content which is not good which is you know which didn't turn out exactly how i wanted it to be but i learned from it i glean from it you know so yeah. that one advice which my dad gave me has really you know had that had that paradigm shift for me and uh, mm. and i was able to you know you know get out of it yeah but I, ho I hope that answers your question you know i, I scattered things around a little bit but uh no that's you know, some I really cool I hope it analogy some message. no it it, yeah. it it does can i can i ask you guys kind of a, a just a question oh i'm hearing some feedback is that me yeah that's me sorry <laughs> we're so low no budget. worries no worries i i, I like moved us I moved a second and like the cord kinked whatever we're low budget as i always tell people <laughs> We all are. I bought I bought the cheapest microphone you can buy, and it's worked just fine. And uh, if any, if any y'all want to like sponsor me, pay me the big bucks, maybe I'll upgrade, go to a little sound booth or something. <laughs> we all anyway, thing, yeah. anyway. So I was gonna ask, um, you know, like what's like the family, like with your family life and your situation, like did you feel um, like pressure to uh, achieve or be in a certain career or anything like that? You're, you're asking this question to two South Asian Indian yes. dudes. And mm -hmm. the answer that they're going to give you is 100%, you know? Right. Uh, 
pretty much you know like any indian kid you ask this question the answer is going to be yes mm -hmm. um, like like i was the elder kid as well so my dad was like you know you have to sing dance get a's you know make robots and <laughs> you know, uh, drive taxi in part time and do all of that <laughs> and still come back at 10 at 10 p.m. you know still come back home at 10 p.m. that's it so yeah i i lived through all that life and i'm pretty sure arjun's answer is going to be the same so yeah. that pressure you know achieve yeah. the highest achieve like be the greatest and everything was there but in the end you know like when you grow up you have to realize that there are only selective things you can do anything you want but you cannot do everything you know yeah took me yeah. some time to realize that and then i had this discussion with my parents that hey i know you want me to succeed in pretty much everything i do but there mm -hmm. are things that i don't want to do as well you know yeah so one thing which i really love doing is talking to people about creativity and actually creating stuff you know and at yeah. first like my parents were a bit traditional they were like you should become focus on your studies and you know try having a good job and everything but once they saw how serious i was with my podcast and all the content that i'm putting out they actually became one of my number one fans you know? and now they push me they push me that hey you haven't mm -hmm. released an episode this week what are you doing we are waiting for <laughs> are you doing yeah exactly oh. So yeah, that, that's, that's my story. I'll, I'll, I'll let Arjun share his. Yeah. 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 Uh, very, uh, the only thing that my mom, because I'm raised by a single mother, uh, and uh, the only thing that she taught me, uh, because she's been, she's been an entrepreneur, uh, and I've seen her fight and like for basic needs uh, since I've, I was nine years old. So I have the, the most amount of respect for her, and literally she's like my rock. So she only taught me one thing. Uh, she always wanted me to work for myself. So she mm -hmm. never, ever, she always told me, you have to become an entrepreneur. I don't want you to see working for anybody and working for somebody else's dreams. So yeah. that entrepreneurial spirit has always been like inside me. She's always taught me, you never have to work for someone mm -hmm. else. So like when I started, I, when I came here, I was, you know, doing odd jobs. I worked at a car wash. I... Um, I worked at a gas station. I did like, I went to like on my cycle to like these colleges and because we're from India. So I was in my uh, sophomore uh, in high school and I was doing like assignments for the first year in uh, in my local commu community college. And I was like uh, getting paid from them. They just do one of our assignments. And I used to take like hundred bucks just to finish theirs. So I was doing anything that I could find when I was here, like literally just meet like get some income in so that we could you know start living a little bit more comfortably and eventually you know she she i had a conversation with her that time that you know, she just sent me what are you doing you know and i was like uh, you know i don't know i'm just running she's like why are you running can't you just stop for once one second and observe where you are and what should the next goal be and then I was like, yeah, I mean, we are continuously running the race of life, right? And that was the time I stopped. I was like, it was after my uh, uh, my senior year, just graduated. And I just decided, you know, I want to open up my business. And now's the time. And uh, yeah, things have been going good. I'm very fortunate to have my offices now in, you know, five different states. And uh, our team's growing, you know, and it's all thanks to her and her blessings. Oh, I love it. True American dream yes. right there, my friend, um, <laughs> you know, but, but that's awesome. So what does your business do? We basically, so I'm part of a financial, uh, I'm part of the financial industry. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm a, technically a financial advisor, uh, but my official post at the work is a marketing director. Mm -hmm. 
So I have an agency where we actually help North Americans uh, to to you know make a plan to live out their futures on their own terms you know have a financial plan mm -hmm. uh, anything from uh, 401k's to life insurances to uh uh, investment plans to annuities i have my life and health license i got it straight out of high school mm -hmm. and uh, that's how i roll you know and i could have become a salesman with this you know a lot of people who get a life and health license especially in north america tend to become a salesman they're just mm -hmm. knocking on doors and selling insurance and i never wanted to be that i didn't want to be a random person calling you that buy insurance you know and i i knew i don't want to be do that uh so i started you know investing my time in people who had goals who had dreams in their life and i went to different people and i wanted them to you know start thinking about dreams especially immigrants from india from my country i make them like dude you are here in america not all of us come here some people don't even have the fortunes to come here and we are so lucky we are here do you want to live your dreams and i started building a team and, you know, we all got our licenses. And number one thing we had was work with integrity, work with absolute honesty, let's help people. Mm -hmm. And as, as we started helping people, helping more families, helping more families, inspiring others, that's how we started to expand. We had more hands together. And now we're a team of, you know, 30 licensed people. Mm -hmm. And we're all growing. We all have dreams. We all have, like, aspirations to reach. I have mentors in this specific company. Uh, who are millionaires and who are, you know, chairmen of uh, this particular company. And they continuously motivate me and my team. And one day we'll be there. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, actually, I did have my life and health, health license hey. back in the day. Back in the day. Well, uh, yeah. And then um, I was, I, my, my boss, at, I worked for State Farm for like a month. No, it was like three months, but I am terrible. I can't, like, I'm the worst cold caller. Mm -hmm. They would scream at me and I would say, okay. And then I would like go in the bathroom and cry. Yeah. I was See, like, I've this is, I'm not made for that. <laughs> ever made a single cold call. I've been in this industry for a year and a half. Never in my life. I've made a single cold call. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. It's, that's a big, <laughs> it's a big flex because it's, it's horrible. Let me tell you. It is. Horrible. It is. Cause no one wants, you don't want, no one wants to shell insurance. Like, I, I mean, yes. it is like, I'm so sorry if anyone listening is an insurance. Um, but a lot of it just like realtor is reality and stuff can be really, mm -hmm. really, really slimy. And that's, yeah. just, that's the unfortunate thing. So I like that you're building with integrity and you're, and you're yeah. being honest and you're, and you're helping people facilitate it. Mm -hmm. And you're also giving back and giving yeah. more people the opportunity to come here. Um, I think yeah. that's great. I'm very fortunate enough. Why? Because, uh, uh, there's actually been in my country, uh, there's been a farmer's protest. You might be seeing in the news. It's one of the biggest protests that just erupted uh, two months ago. And the Indian farmers are demanding their rights from the government. And it's from my state, which is Punjab. Uh, that's, mm -hmm. how, that's where we all grew. And I was so fortunate just because being part of this industry, me and my team and all the people in the company, we were able to donate over uh, $250,000 to a charitable trust to help the farmers in their wow. battle. Oh, this, so good. This cause, yes. Amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was fortunate to do that. 
So I think that this book that Bianca mentioned might be coming out very soon. By oh, right. Like, I mean, you got to write a book now, man. Like what? <laughs> so, so I think like maybe we, we, we've touched on it, but I, I think we're kind of getting towards the um, conversation about success and um, mm -hmm. uh, cause you know, imposter syndrome, if, having it all figured out, feeling this yeah. feeling of imposter syndrome and then success. They're so deeply interconnected. Um, yes. because you look at, you know, everyone else's highlight reel and you're like, but I don't have that. You know, it's just human. We do it. We don't mean to, but we compare. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to ask it. Cause I love to ask this because everyone has a different def definition. I'm assuming both of your definitions are going to be different. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah. I mean, I can make an ass out of you and me, so we don't know, but what does <laughs> success look like to you? And do you feel successful? Hmm. Arjun, you start with this one. I actually have a very beautiful example for this one. You know, success right. and my mentor, my mentor told me a beautiful example. Have you ever gone to a birthday party where there's like a pinata like hanged and like we play the game of like hitting the pinata blindfolded? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we basically I first time I went to a party and that was new to me. I've never seen that in India. Right. So there was this kid who was blindfolded. And that was the time when I recently started my insurance business. Right. And I, I didn't know I was questioning myself. Is this right for me? Is this right? And I went to this birthday party and this kid was randomly trying to hit the pinata, hit the pinata. And, you know, just because he wasn't able to hit it, there were like different other kids who also joined him blindfolded and trying to hit the pinata, hit the pinata. And I thought to myself, it clicked to me, that is what my life is, or that is what a life of a businessman is. We are blindfolded, we have a pinata, and we are just trying to hit that pinata so that the treasure finally breaks, so that we can all, you know, bear uh, the wealth and the success and everything. But we just can't hit it by ourselves because we are blindfolded. We're just randomly swinging, 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 just doing the hard work but not getting the results, right? And then you might have like two, three team players, you build your team and they're trying to hit and the pinata is still not breaking. And those people may leave you, new people may join, but eventually that pinata will break. There's a compound pounding happening on that pinata. And when that pinata breaks, success for everyone. I'm waiting for that day when, you know, I'm right now I'm blindfolded and I'm trying to hit wherever I can. But I'm waiting for that day and I'm, I know that day will come where the pinata will break and we'll all bear witness at the, the results of our you know, hard work. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's my an analogy of, for success. Yeah, I like that's that. That's amazing, man. Yeah. It's hard to follow up after that. <laughs> I'm trying to think which analogy should I use and you know, that's okay, that's amazing. No, but for me, I think, um, as I said before, you've probably heard me say this a million times now, but for me, being successful goes hand in hand with being creative. You know, I, I believe there are so many, like the world population is in billions, you know, um, and then everyone's got a story to share. Think about that. And this keeps mm -hmm. me up at night. You know, there's so many people who are just desperate for their story to be heard by someone, you know. And I believe mm -hmm. I want to be that person to hear their story. You know, if I come across someone who's be like, hey, I've got a story, but I haven't told this to anyone. I need someone to talk to. I want to be that person over there. And that to me, what success is, you know, being someone else's source of satisfaction, mm -hmm. you know, like that's why my podcast, The International Connection, its tagline is every story is worth sharing. It's worth sharing. Yeah. Because, and, and I believe like, if I find a person 
who's like, hey, I'm inspired by by your creativity, your actions, and the way you're helping people figure out what their creativity is. You know, that to me would be the best gift ever. You know, just wrap it in a box and put it under Christmas tree, and I'm done for life. You know, yeah. so. Just, just being able to be that person that, hey, you know, if you've got a story, I'm going to be there and, and I don't care if anyone's listening or not, I am listening. So putting myself in that situation every single day means success to me. And I've been fortunate enough with this podcast that I can sit in front of people like you, Bianca, and, and, and can have and can talk about pretty much anything, mm-hmm. you know, anything, we can yeah. share our stories with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the gift of communication. It's not an easy skill for a lot of people. A lot of, a lot of times I've asked, you know, people I think are so interesting. And I'm like, would you want to be on my podcast by chance? And they're like, Ooh, I'm not good at talking. And so they, they shoot themselves in the foot immediately. Or Mm. after I interview with people, 90% of the time, they're like, if they've never done a podcast or they don't know what to expect, they're like, oh, I think it, I think I was horrible and like, ah, but I, but the point is every single person has a story and I've, yeah. I've made my podcast similar to you, Jack, where I make yeah. sure that all stories can be heard. I don't just talk to life coaches. I don't just talk to drag queens. I don't just talk to people of the queer, you know, that, that identify yeah, you know, yeah, as yeah, queer. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I make yeah. sure that I keep it as broad as possible because I never got to be a podcast guest. No one ever wanted me to be a podcast guest. And I have this mm-hmm. like theory of like forever Jan Brady, which is like totally imposter syndrome where, you know, it's like yeah. always the always the bridesmaid, never the bride kind of thing. And I was like, well, I would rather be that inclusive podcast that like gives people a voice and an opportunity. And yeah. everyone has a story. Like I, I you're yeah. never going to meet someone that's boring. I mean, I, I just feel exactly. like th- everyone's got something to say. And so I love yeah. that because, and I agree with you. When people tell me like this podcast changed my life, I'm in my fifties and I, now I understand what this feeling is and I can go to therapy and I can work on it. And thank you so much. And like, I have, I have all this reading I can do, you know, now about it. Like that's feels great. It feels so good because you're like this, if this podcast helps just one person, then I've done my job. 100%. That's all you need. That's all you need. We actually, you know, we actually did a beautiful, uh, uh, you know, talking about where you left, you know, everybody is so interesting. We to yeah. do to just test that. We, me and Jagrit, we actually held an open session where we literally just posted on our Instagram with a Zoom ID and the password, and to everybody, we like really, really hyped it up in India and US that anybody who wants to share anything, just it's going to be anonymous. So turn off your videos, change your name. It can be A B C D or one two three, <laughs> and just share. You know, yeah. and there was like. 10 people who joined in, it wasn't that, that many, and me and Jargit were like the hosts. And I saw there's so much talent around, uh, you know, around the world, I would say, from India, from US, and even around the world. There's so much potential. There's so much uh, fire, you know, that they really want to prove themselves, that they really want to do something. And I, I think that through these podcasts, through, through these episodes, we can be uh, the voices that they just need to uh, just, you know, explode and reach their destinations. Yeah, that's such a cool idea. Yeah. I mean, what what did you guys end up like? What did they end up saying and stuff? Like, I would have been so nervous. I would have been like, oh, no, someone's going to someone's going to put their we were too. on the screen or something. We were too. Like... We were too. Absolutely. <laughs> we were and, too. And, you know, Banka, like after that, one thing which I would share after doing that session with Arjun is like, 
we might be living in different parts of the world we might have different experiences but there's something that connects all of us there's all that us. common thread you know which runs right. through our lives and i think you with this podcast talk, sitting across so many different people you must have found that as well you know mm-hmm. the reason that we are unique makes us common mm. you see yeah. what i mean you know and 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 that's something which we found like if we were talking to like uh teenage teenagers who showed up on the podcast you know they had uh conversations and experiences about depression anxiety yeah. you know social media anxiety relationships and all that you can guess and yeah. if you were talking to someone you know who was in their mid 20s and everything uh they were talking about you know life responsibilities and how they are trying to change but things are not happening if you're talking to like entrepreneurs they might have their own struggles in the beginning you know mm-hmm. but there wasn't like a new something out of the ordinary that jumped out of us which made me realize that hey you know no matter which country you grew up in which culture you belong to what's your skin color we all have we similar all go experiences the in our same life experiences yeah. yeah if we just come together and talk about it world would be such a better place you know yeah. i think and that's so. what we try yeah. to achieve yeah. yeah yeah that's what the tagline is for uh my podcast which is like we very we celebrate imperfections you know mm-hmm. i don't care what accolades you have i don't proud of you but let's talk about the weaknesses let's start working on our experiences which are similar like even if i ask a, a person from japan or from germany or spain they have similar experiences when they're going through like teenage or heartbreaks or mm-hmm. career or family they have similar experiences and the whole point of our podcast is like okay this worked for me might work for you let's try it out yeah ah i love it i love it it's great so yeah. i feel like we've touched on imposter syndrome we can say sashay away to that we get to get we're now excuse me i can't talk for some reason now at the point of the podcast where i love i love this it, it just really helps me understand how um, my guests brains work so um what is one or a few things you guys are fanatical about and why i will go first just because uh, today it. is Friday. It is RuPaul's Drag yeah. Race Day, which means that there's okay. a new episode. And uh, there's a queen on there right now. And I am just in love with her. She's from a small town in Minnesota. Um, her name is Utica. And she is a goofball. She's very kooky. And I just feel like she's she's just a mood. I just love it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm always, I mean, I always love, I love drag culture and everything involved with it. <clears throat> and I'm very much an ally for the community. Um, and, but I, I just, I absolutely like, I can't get enough of her. She's just such a goofball. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to watch tonight. And I, I'm wearing a jumpsuit right now that like kind of looks like the overalls she was wearing. And I was like, I'm channeling her. Uh-huh. Which show is this? <laughs> this is RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I haven't seen this. I should. There is a Canadian one because you're in, you're in Toronto. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole concept of RuPaul's Drag Race um you know dra- drag culture the, the history of it is it's you know from you know just even this gay rights and and getting rights and all of that and and transgender uh-huh. and all that like it's a very beautiful history and background um but rupaul um is uh has been well known as a drag queen for years since like the 80s mm. and was mm. in tv and pop culture and that kind of stuff and uh the show originally when it was started um where it's like you know these queens they're like the best of the best from wherever they are they're vetted out and then they like battle it out originally this this show was on a a predominantly uh lgbtq uh channel and you right. had to pay extra for that channel so i never got to see it um 
really. So I didn't really, you know, watch it. And then it switched to VH1. I still didn't have VH1 because YouTube TV did not have MTV or VH1 on it at the time. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't able to get back into it. And I went to DragCon uh, in Los Angeles with my best friend, like when I moved here, uh, not too long after okay. I moved here. So like, it's like Comic Con, but like rainbows. Um, and ah, I just, okay. I don't know. I just love it. Like, it's just eh. awesome. One, they look better Perfect. as women than I do as a woman. Two, like, where'd they learn to do makeup? Three, like, they all make their own costumes. It's just so creative. And I, I don't is. know. I just love it. Sounds so. creative. <laughs> I just Googled it, and I'm looking at some of the pictures. It absolutely looks, like, very vibrant. That's yeah. the word that's coming to my yeah. mind. And right it's now. a show. Yeah. It, even if you are not, like, if, if you're, like, an ally or whatever, or even if you don't even, like, agree with drag culture or anything like that, it's a show for everyone. Like I, when I say it's like, okay. it's, it's just, it's so like campy and dramatic and silly and fun. And it, when people ask me if I watch sports, I'm like, yeah. no, but in this house, we watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Awesome. The costumes remind me of, have you seen the Hunger Games? Yes, very much like it. They remind me of the Hunger Games, the capital. Yeah. Like the costumes in District a way. District 12, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll let you guys have at it. What are you guys fanatical about? I am, uh, I'm actually one of the podcasts that I really, really like, love to listen particularly. Uh, it's from an Indian guy because of course. Uh, uh, so he, his name is Ranveer and he does like this show on a podcast uh, called the Ranveer oh, Show. Yeah. Have you heard I've, of it? I've seen it. Like, does he sometimes put videos on social media? I've seen it. On YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. his, okay. his YouTube channel is called Beer Bicep. Mm -hmm. Millions of followers, you know, very big backing. Um, and uh, do I love the people he bring. Like, there was one particular episode that he did on, uh, there's this tribe in India called Aghoris, which is mm -hmm. the dark side of spirituality. You know, these people predict stuff and these people are into darker spirituality. I love reading about spirituality. That's me. Mm -hmm. So, and that episode was so fascinating. It was dark. It was like a little bit, scary but mm -hmm. it also intrigued me so i love listening to his episodes very much every saturday he drops one uh he does one in hindi which is our regional language and then he also does one in english mm -hmm. so i relate to that as well because my podcast as well there's one episode that drops in english and then there's one episode that drops in our regional language which is hindi that's awesome. And mix it up. So I, I get that from him. And then one more thing that I really, because, you know, entrepreneurial stuff, business, uh, my actually uh, mentor in the business, my business, his name is Ed Milet. I don't know if you might have heard of him. He's a very big kind of motivational speaker, uh, leader. He does his own show called The Ed Milet Show. And I just love, 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 love listening to that guy. Like literally he can talk about anything and I'll pay thousands of dollars just to like sit and listen to what he's saying because that guy is a like just a walking, talking encyclopedia, I would say. So I love listening to his podcast as well. So two awesome. Things. I just had to Google him and he looks like yeah, yeah, yeah. he could kick my ass with one eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's bulky guy, bulky guy, bulky guy. <laughs> he's like... And his story is so inspiring. Like, we'll talk about it, but like, he inspired me. I've I actually yeah. gotten a chance to meet him personally uh, because to a leadership summit that we all went to in, uh, it happened in Las Vegas every year. 
and that guy is so down to earth you know his net worth is over half a million dollars big guy and he still is so humble never talks about his money he's never arrogant he'll still shake your hand he'll still hug you he'll still be kind to you like i can never ever imagine that you know and like that's how we should be even if we have everything we should always be like grounded and appreciate everyone yeah that's all yeah sure. all of it Absolutely. Yeah, for me, I think um, I know Bianca. You said you know um, you have no interest in sports as well, so I'm kind of hesitant to say my answer. But the thing is, like, I uh, I'm a fanatic about you know like working out. I want to say mm -hmm. that's one thing which I do with the utmost enthusiasm. Anything outside of creativity that I spend a lot of time doing is you know uh, keeping myself fit, uh, making sure that I'm eating the right things and, you know, working out every single day and, and, you know, playing as many sports as I can. So the mm -hmm. two main sports that I both watch and play, number one is cricket, which I'm not sure if you've heard of it. So oh, I know what cricket very, is. You know what cricket really? is? Really? You know what cricket sure. is? Yes. Oh I know. my God. Okay. You're the first American I've met. No way. Are you joking? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Unless if you live under a rock, like one, okay, here's, here's the thing guys. I grew up in, I was born in Minnesota. I lived there till I was 10. Rochester, Minnesota has the Mayo Clinic. You guys are, you know, South Asian kiddos. You know that there's a lot of doctors and they're Indian, right? So, Everybody, oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> so I grew up kind of like, we would play it in gym. Like, because no we way. had such a, we had such a national Dude, like, population and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. And so I grew That's up, amazing. yeah. yeah. We both have grew like we have both have grown on cricket. Like me and Jagrit. Yeah. I still remember like our way of bonding was in India as well. Like when we were like kids, our way of bonding with other boys on the street or on the in our neighborhood was like, let's play a match. Let's see who wins. Yeah. You know, we had like that ego kind of man who like, oh, I won the match. You know, I'm I, I hit the most runs or I took the most wickets. That was our right. <laughs> exactly. So it's so a cricket and then football. And by football, I mean, like, obviously soccer, um, not the American football. <laughs> oh, but, bummer. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. No, so, so like, those are the two sports which I play. And, and, and you know, like, just, just follow it. Like, India recently had a match with Australia in cricket, and, and they just won, you know, after, like, uh, they won, like, on a specific ground, and nobody has beaten Australia on that ground for the past uh, 32 years, you know, so that was a big thing for me. That's amazing. Just, I, I can just talk about this all day. But the thing is, like, you can it. ask Arjun, is like, <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, I used to be very obese. I used to be like overweight and everything. And then, you know, like, I had this epiphany once. And well, who am I kidding? You know, I wanted to impress a girl and I wanted to, you know, take <laughs> up some pounds and do all of that. So, yeah, call it epiphany, if you will. Uh, uh, so, you know, like, just, just, uh, I, it started off like a lot of things in my life. And you might be thinking, what sleazeball have I invited to talk on my podcast? But I'm just saying, you know, a lot of things that I've changed in my life have been started out as an intent to impress someone. But later <laughs> on, I found out that, you know, there's more value in actually doing it for yourself, you know? So yeah. work out. Yes, I wanted to impress a girl who was, who was very athletic and I wasn't, you know, I, I couldn't impress her with the big fat. Bianca, I have to tell you a time. story about this. Okay. Oh my so God, yeah, exactly. So, so like, guy, yeah, so, so I worked out a lot. Jagrit is three years elder to me, right? And yeah. 
I used to go to his house like every weekend because I'm very close to his younger brother mm-hmm. and we used to play like PS3 every single day like or, or like once every week at minimum right and I used to play and he was like you know uh, so we one day we me and his younger brother skipped school and you're like just playing out just jamming it all we're playing FIFA and stuff like that and this guy comes from from school so we're like dude you know join us you know you can just change your clothes whatever and just let's you know let's let's play he's like no dude i have to go to the gym i was like okay i mean it was like two o'clock in the afternoon right so that's how that's when he came back i was like okay one hour two hours he'll be back by four we'll play then right and he left at like 2 15 he came back at eight o'clock at night <laughs> and i was like dude, oh goodness were you like making the dumbbells there or what were you doing and then he I was like I was like that's dedication man like I can never do that so I learned from that from him pure dedication to his craft that's it's too no. funny <laughs> yeah but that's that's what I'm saying you know like I, I used to go crazy on that and mm-hmm. and obviously you know um as I said you know it started off with an intention to impress someone but then later on I realized that hey there's more value in doing this for myself and I can name a million things that I've done which have turned out in the same way as well, you know. But, but you know, it's, it's, like, it's, so, it's yeah. good to be, it's good to be, Um. so I, when I, I joked that um, sports, you know, I, I, I don't, okay, I watch baseball. I watch baseball because, nice. but you're going to find that I'm very American when I say baseball, I loved going to games in Denver when I lived there because yeah. you could get a power play ticket and the power play ticket for the rooftop, you could turn it in and you could get a beer for that ticket price. Uh, like it would be like you, it was redeemable for like one beer. And I was like, this is awesome. I paid 15 bucks. <laughs> I don't have a seat and I'm drinking a beer in the sunshine and I'm like maybe watching baseball. Uh-huh. Football, snacks. Right. <laughs> right American football, snacks. Like yeah, yeah. 100%, 100% like potluck style. Let's do it. But yeah. I actually, I lived in Denver when the Broncos did win, this, win the Super Bowl and it was the coolest okay. experience of my life. Right. Um, and I'm a, I am a, I am a Broncos fan, but I just, um, football in San Diego, we don't have a team anymore. Uh, we we yeah. had the Chargers and then we just, we just tore down their stadium and now it's, I guess, San Diego State University's stadium i don't know um, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah but it's funny because the chargers happen to be my husband's favorite team um but no they're and but as right. far as like fitness for me i hated working out i hated it so much but i have the peloton so i have no excuse so i use it every day <laughs> that's good see same here same here what, I we, gotta, hate what we gotta do one day bianca is when the lockdown is over arjun already lives in california i'll fly down there and yep. we'll have a nice cricket session between right us right Ooh. Ooh. make some memories we'll make some memories <laughs> yeah so moving on unpopular opinions um thank you guys both for your fanatical things i love it unpopular opinions i always say you know as long as they are not hurtful e.g racist or homophobic um they're great so, so uh I, I i need to think of a new one i'm not even gonna use my example um but what is a what is one or a few unpopular opinions you have and why go for it jared uh, you said popular opinions unpopular unpopular opinion uh i think you know this is a like this requires some sort of thinking uh i believe that you know and like I, I as we've mentioned like a lot of times in this uh podcast that you know we are south asian indians uh we might 
might have grown up in the West, but uh, like our parents and, and our grandparents actually like have a very traditional or semi-traditional mindset for that. And when I was growing up, you know, what they taught me was their opinion was their perception was that there are only three things that can make you successful in life. Number one is if you become a doctor, which Bianca, you know, you talked about it, how many Indians mm-hmm. are doctors, you know, there. Number two is, you know, you become an engineer. Mm-hmm. And number three is if you become like a lawyer or someone, you know. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is STEM-based disciplines, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, kind of, you know, overshadowed the creativity ones. Mm-hmm. In India still, and it pains me to think about it, you know, I don't live in the country, but that doesn't mean that I should not associate myself with it. Uh, there are so many, you know, young talents out there who could be following their passions and, and, you know, being satisfied with their lives, with their creativity, but they're not just because the environment in their house doesn't let them do that. Mm-hmm. Just because the environment in their house pushes them to take STEM, you know, I want to break that pretty much. Yeah. I'll go as far as saying that that's the wrong way of thinking. I STEM agree. is not superior than creative skills, than creativity. They should go hand in hand. Look at me, for example, like I come from a very science background, like computer science, physics, and all of that. I did that in university. Still, I'm able to manage that and have my creative voice on the side. So to anyone listening right now who's going through this, you know, all I want to say is sometimes you have to stand up for yourself. Sometimes you have to, you know, face the face the music and be like, hey, have that conversation with your parents. I did the same thing. And it was awkward. It was weird at times, but eventually things turned out to be positive. And now as I said, my parents are the biggest promoters for my creativity as well. You know, so my unpopular opinion is that STEM-based disciplines are not superior in any way to your creative skills. You know, you should treat them with equal amount of attention. And actually, if you want, if you're more creative than you are technical, then there's no harm in following your creative side full time. I hope that answers your question. No, that's that's a great one. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, we're getting rid of yeah. home ec in, 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 like in America. We get rid of these things like home ec, which is like cooking classes and basic skills and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's yeah. like, but like, I never learned how to sew. Like I'm 31. I don't know how to, I do not know how to sew. I, I, my husband does because he had a home mm-hmm. ec class, but we didn't have home ec. They get yeah, rid of yeah. art classes. And it's just, it's sad, you know, it takes away, it takes away a child's will to be creative when you're just, oh, we're, we have to focus on these test scores and we have to focus on STEM. And yes, I do believe, you know, there is some creativity in, in science and, 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 and mathematics and stuff. And a lot of the time as a woman, as a girl, um, you know, I was discouraged um, or I was, I was basically, you know, <clears throat> steered elsewhere. I wasn't like, you know, it wasn't feminine to do math. It wasn't feminine to do science. Um, and so I agree. I think like, you know, they're just, it just needs to be less of a focus in a lot of households. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Sure. Mine kind of revolves around the same topic because uh, mine, mine like unpopular kind of belief is that why in this world are we completely, there's a kind of dislike towards entrepreneurship. You know, Mm -hmm. and I had a very personal memory because of this was like when I started my college and I I just stayed in my college for a week and I hated it and I dropped all the classes. Uh, So pretty much I went into my college. I took business. Right. And I went in 
and my professor was there. No, no disrespect to him. Uh, I went in, I sat. And, you know, just out of curiosity, because I love asking questions, I just can't stay still. So I just asked him, you know, what's your, have you ever been in any business? Have you ever opened a business or have you ever failed in a business? Or have you, you know, built a team, led a team? Have you been, have you gotten your shoes dirty? It's like, no. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, are your parents, do you, do you have any business? He's like, no, I have, you know, I have, I have a business degree. And I was like, dude, what's the point of, you know, what's this uh, stigma that we all have towards bookish learning? You know, and I have personally seen that top guys like the people who are at the top 1% of Americans are illiterates, are 10th grade pass outs or not even have the formal education to go to the army. And these people are hiring people who are doing all this. Why is that? You know, because uh, if you know, it's not true for every profession, like if you want to be a doctor or scientist, of course, you need college, of course, for sure. But I do think that if you need, if you want to come or do anything regarding business, your primary, your main focus should be towards how to go into the field and learning while mm -hmm. being in the field. You know, you'll see rejections. I personally, I've had hundreds of no's, hundreds and hundreds of no's, 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 to the point where I was like, when will I get a yes? You know, and I've, I've personally seen money drying out, I've personally seen people quitting, uh, everything, you know, and that's how you learn the true business sense, you know, not any book will teach you profit or loss, asset or liability, you yourself will learn through experiences. And that kind of uh, more outer based kind of more uh, project based learning I think is still missing uh, especially in India especially in India we are taught to just memorize words and just give your test and just pass you know and uh, even in, in in the states you know there has to be a focus on personal financing topics like personal financing topics like entrepreneurship should be given due credit that I think that it's not receiving right now yeah, I think it's a great opinion. I share that opinion with you. I mean, I have a degree and eh, it doesn't make me better. It doesn't make me better person. It doesn't make me more equipped to do the job. It's just a piece mm -hmm. of paper. It's, it's literally like, you know, yeah. like, I mean, I learned nothing in college. <laughs> Let's be honest. I learned, I learned, you know, how to drink a 40. And that's about nice. it. No, I'm just kidding. Respect. Respect. <laughs> I, <d> <laughs> true story. I don't think I've ever said this on my podcast, but true story. I drank a four loco when before they took the caffeine out of it. Because mm -hmm. that's that's More how uh, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I'm going to be 32. And mm -hmm. so, and I uh, went to a party. <laughs> I was 21. So let's, you know, there wasn't, I wasn't underage Yay. drinking. I was 21. Mm -hmm. um, and I uh fell off of a bed and broke my wrist and i had to graduate college with a cast on oh my, <laughs> my parents God. were so disappointed like i cannot <laughs> tell you they were like at least you got to graduate at least, I graduated, yeah, at least like, graduated. i finished my university in a pandemic we haven't had our you know thing yet <laughs> they had a the virtual ceremony. graduation <laughs> <laughs> It sucks. I'm so sorry yeah. that you haven't had that yet. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, all of a sudden you're going to open your door and your degree is going to be sitting there. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So I'm just going to hang. I want to ask this because you guys seem like you're both pretty positive. Um, what's currently making you happy in the world? Uh, podcasting. Yeah. 
in a way, yeah, in a way, uh, because you know my traditional kind of business, as I have mentioned, is really kind of you have to really put a lot of work towards it, and I love doing it. Uh, but I think the podcasting world, like conversations like these, where I'm not thinking about anything else, just of the questions that you're I'm not thinking about anything else right in a way helps me to relax helps me to like appreciate uh experiences stories I love doing this and I'll continue to do this love it keeping it short and sweet uh, you know my answer is was going to be the same thing but since he has mentioned that already I will I will say this you know like I don't know what your political standpoint is I don't know uh, what people listening to this podcast, whatever their political standpoint is, but a, <laughs> but a certain someone, but a certain someone just left, you know. And if I couldn't find any uh, any reasons to be happy, you know, I can I can think about that and let's I'll be talk like, about hey, that know, this, here because this, this really is, shows yeah. that, yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely, go for it. At the time of it. this recording, it yeah. it it was the week of the inauguration, and I yeah. I will say. I felt I could finally breathe a sigh of relief. Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. I, I would be confused yeah. if someone was a, a Trump supporter and listening to my podcast. Cause I'd be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, America it, it great is what it again. is. And it is what it is. And I'm going to say this. There's difference between being a Republican and being a Trump supporter. I just have to say it. Like, yes. I'm not, I'm yes. not, hey. I would say, I'm, I would oh, say yeah. I'm, 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 I'm an independent voter. I, it, yeah. it depends on how I feel about something. Um, I, I voted third party when Trump was going into office and then I voted for Biden. And uh, yeah. I will say that I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that a new person coming into the office is going to change everything overnight, but it's mm -hmm. definitely not going to feel like we're being punked every single day for the next four years. So yeah. That's 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I voted for Biden because Kamala Harris was like the first mm -hmm. South Indian lady vice president. I was like, go, you first, go, uh, I'm going to well. vote yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. She's, go, she's go, awesome. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, I'm not even American. Like I live in Canada and all, but like, it was like the amount of, you know, the negative connotations Us. that that guy carried around himself. Like the whole world was being affected by it somehow. Yeah. You know? Dude, so he didn't he, even, I took it like, like a global celebration. Biden. He didn't even welcome Biden. I think it's the first time in the history that the departing president didn't even, didn't even welcome the new president. Just left before. I've never seen that. That's fine. Go play golf. We don't want you. Bye. Like, <laughs> is that what you did? That's what you did for four years anyway. <laughs> you know, and it was so ironic. It was so ironic because what he had planned was like when Biden will be getting inaugurated, he wanted to do a campaign session in Florida so that he could rally up more people, get them more aggressive, you know, basically start a civil war. That's according to me. But I was so proud that when he landed in Florida, he was only greeted by less than 100 people. Less than 100 people were there to, like, greet him. And I was so happy that even who were Trump supporters or who were Republicans have finally concluded that we shouldn't support this guy. And after four years, who knows? We might find a good Republican leader who can lead the party to newer heights. Exactly. But exactly. You make a great point. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just ugh, I, I and having a deployed husband near that area yes. uh, that, oh, that's okay. under turmoil you know it's like okay 
uh, it's like, it well, you. you know, it, it, you don't know what's going to happen. And that's, but I, I will say that like, as soon as Biden got in there, my husband sent me an email and he was like, thank God, like, woo, like praise be. Cause he's like, it's I just, done. it's done. It's over. Like, I'm sure it's not really, really over, but at the time of recording this, you know, it's Friday and he he was sworn in on Wednesday. I, th I think mm. it's safe to say we're, we might be in the clear, but I, I'm not going to hold my breath yeah. too long. Um, yeah, for sure. No, but congratulations on the new government. And, uh, you know, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be better than what you had in the past, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I hope, I hope, and yeah. uh, <laughs> we are coming towards the end of the podcast. You guys are both awesome. Um, so how can my listeners, uh, you know, find you, follow you? What do you want to promote? Perfect. All right, okay. I was gonna, you go go ahead, talk about the Observe podcast, and I'll talk about the international connection. Let's do it that way. For sure. All righty, guys. So basically, uh, a podcast that is run by me and Jagrit, which is a more interview-style podcast. Uh, it's called the Observe podcast, Observe with Jagrit and Arjun. Uh, you should find the link in the description. Uh, it's all about, as I mentioned in this episode, I myself don't know what that, ep that episode is going to be. And... Uh, you know, I have beautiful friends of mine who join. We go through a nostalgic ride. We share our memories. We share our experiences. We talk about spirituality a lot. Uh, we talk about uh, memories a lot, experiences a lot. We have a gaming round. I try to be the late night show Jimmy Fallon style. We pray <laughs> never have I ever. We do all kinds of crazy net. We do prank calls. We did prank calls on one episode. <laughs> too. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's basically a fun ride and... It's not like a traditional podcast because it's divided into different segments and it is like a musical medley. So you'll see a lot of music being incorporated. Uh, it's basically, I like to call it like a remixed version uh, with us just speaking. So you'll, you know, you'll jam out. You might just, you know, shake your head while you're listening to it. It's super intuitive and... Uh, yeah, it's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. You can follow us on Instagram. We have a podcasting page uh, where we do, you know, specific unfiltered uh, uh, sessions on just Instagram. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Love it. Yeah, for sure. So that was the Observe Podcast, guys. But first of all, before I talk about myself, I just want to give a huge shout out to Bianca for, first of all, you know. Yes. Uh, Thank you so much to have us on this podcast you know we don't consider ourselves to be the you know like uh, like ideal guests if i want to yeah. say or any type of guests you know we could be very weird in what this we is our first like, collab bianca and you're our first collaboration oh, i love it well you know you did exactly. you guys did great so let me just you know they tell you great. that this was a pleasure i've been like smiling the whole time i texted my friend ashley who's um of go and descent and i was like i'm talking to these two dudes and they're just so funny like and i i was like man like i now i'm gonna have to like listen to your podcast and you know you know so i i, I like it this it when i i i didn't know what to expect because i got the email and i was like oh another person's joining like huh okay whatever and then i mm -hmm. and i was like we'll see what happens and it just it, it flowed it turned out really good um and you guys are awesome you have a good you have a good um chemistry Thank you. I recorded that. I'm going to play that in front of my mom and then she'll be proud of me. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, moving on. 
as I was saying, but no. So thank you, Bianca. And uh, I, I really want to see like uh, how you take uh, Please Don't Kick Me Out podcast to its new levels. I'm really excited for this. Yes, but, uh, I am too. Talking about self-promotion, like I hate doing this, but but you know, like it's it's a part of the trade. So the podcast, which me and Arjun, we are co-hosts, but it was started by me. And now that Arjun has joined, we are actually revamping it. It's called The International Connection. At first, the podcast was just connecting with creative entrepreneurs from all around the world to have a conversation about how people can be inspired by their stories and how they can do two things, find out what their creativity is, and secondly, create something so that they can follow their passion and can leave their imprint on this world. But this podcast, it's keeping its message the same, the name the same, it's still going to be called The International Connection. But from a podcast, it's transitioning into an audio experience. We're still going to concentrate on creativity, but we're going to make it in a documentary style audio file. So what you're going to hear is we'll be traveling around the world with sound effects and everything. And we're going to make it like an audio experience and very immersive experience where you'll learn about global creativity and you'll actually, you know, learn something new about a different Mm -hmm. type of world that we're going to write. We're going to create. It's in the production right now. The first episode is coming out very soon. I won't reveal much of it, but I will say that the first season of the International Connections audio experience is all going to be about poetry. So we'll be traveling around the world and we'll be considering reading, analyzing, and explaining different poetries by different poets all around the world. So I'm going to, all the links, I'm going to send it to Bianca. But pretty much just type the International Connection and you'll be able to find it. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are. We have done some amount of work to leave some amount of presence over there. So go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys both so much. And to my listeners, as always, all those links, they're going to go right in the description. You'll be able to find it. Or you can follow us on social media at Please Don't Kick Me Out, where I will have them tagged. So you can go follow them, their podcasts, listen to them. But you guys, you are just an utter delight. I had such a good time. I didn't know what to expect, but it was just really great. So I... So, so appreciate you guys. And I look forward to what you guys are going to bring to the table and all of your creativity. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. You too. You as well. You too. Enjoy it was a that pleasure. Drag show, Go for it. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Thank you guys. I will speak to you soon. Peace. Hey listeners, I wanted to share a special promotion for you from Dash of Pep. Dash of Pep is a clothing boutique that offers non-binary clothing that has fun prints that support mental health and empowering you to be your best self. In this pandemic, it is great to shop small and support small businesses like Dash of Pep. More than 50% of my wardrobe is from her adorable store. Robin at Dash of Pep has graciously given me a promo code for you to use at checkout. Use P-D-K-M-O to receive 15% off your order. Again, that is www.dash of pep.com and you can enter p-d-k-m-o at checkout to receive 15% off your order this has been please don't kick me out a podcast about imposter syndrome if you like what you hear please subscribe like comment share tell a friend you know that's how i'm gonna keep these stories and going Also, if you want to be a podcast guest, you can reach out to me at pdkmopodcast at gmail.com and we can get it set up. Thanks everyone for your continued support. And I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next Monday.